Welcome to an LDS Guided Meditation and Mindful Reading, Companion to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Come Follow Me Studies. I am your host, Trisha Haney. This week's episode covers August 1st through 7th, Job chapters 1 through 3, 12 through 14, 19, 21 through 24, 38 through 40, and 42. Yet will I trust in him. Let's begin by finding a quiet space that is comfortable. Take a moment to adjust to your space. Close your eyes. Be aware of the air that surrounds you, the warmth or the coolness of it as it touches your skin. Focus on your breathing. Breathe deeply and slowly. Be mindful of your abdomen as it expands with air and contracts as you exhale. Use each breath to relax the body and focus the mind more and more. Let's turn our attention to our bodies. You may choose to remain still or use movement to soften the muscles and ligaments, whichever feels best for you right now. Be mindful of each area of your body especially those areas where you hold extra tension. Let's focus on releasing the head and neck. Relax your shoulders and arms. your hands and your fingers. Your spine, chest, and core. Your hips and your legs. your feet and your toes. Let's refocus on our breathing. Take it even deeper and slower. Now, let's turn our attention to the mind. Grant your mind permission to unwind. Allow all resistant thoughts to dissipate. 
Gently release them. If at any time you find your thoughts wandering back to the outside world, use your breathing to refocus while they pass through and out of your consciousness. Now that we have prepared ourselves to hear the voice of the Lord through his prophets, I pray that we will be able to feel more acutely the gentle guidance of the Holy Spirit and that we may be able to gain knowledge and a deeper understanding. The Book of Job, Chapter 1 Job, a just and perfect man, is blessed with great riches. Satan obtains permission from the Lord to tempt and try Job. Job's property and children are destroyed, and yet he praises and blesses the Lord. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and the man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God and eschewed evil. And there were born unto him seven sons and three daughters. His substance also was seven thousand sheep and three thousand camels, and five hundred yoke of oxen, and five hundred she-asses, and a very great household, so that this man was the greatest of all the men of the east. And his sons went and feasted in their houses, every one his day, and sent and called for their three sisters to eat and drink with them. And it was so, when the days of their feasting were gone about, that Job sent and sanctified them, and rose up early in the morning, and offered burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did continually. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for naught? Hast not thou made a hedge about him, and about his house, and about all that he hath on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. And there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their elder brother's house. And there came a messenger unto Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the asses feeding beside them. And the Sabaeans fell upon them and took them away. Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I alone am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, the fire of God is fallen from heaven, and hath burned up the sheep and the servants, and consumed them, and I alone am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, 
There came also another, and said, The Chaldeans made out three bands, and fell upon the camels, and have carried them away, yea, and slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I alone am escaped alone to tell thee. While he was yet speaking, there came also another, and said, Thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house, and behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness, and smote the four corners of the house, and it fell upon the young men, and they are dead, and I alone am escaped alone to tell thee. Then Job arose, and rent his mantle, and shaved his head, and fell down upon the ground and worshipped, and said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. And the Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. Job chapter 2 Satan obtains permission from the Lord to afflict Job physically. Job is smitten with boils. Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar come to comfort him. Again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said unto Satan, From whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord, and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil? And still he holdeth fast in his integrity, although thou movest me against him to destroy him without cause. And Satan answered the Lord and said, Skin for skin, yea, all that a man hath will he give for his life. But put forth thine hand now, and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, he is in thine hand, but save his life. So went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord, and smote Job with sore boils from the soles of his feet unto his crown. And he took him a potsherd to scrape himself withal, and he sat down among the ashes. Then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thine integrity? Curse God and die. But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God, and shall we not receive evil? In all this did not Job sin with his lips. Now when Job's three friends heard of all this evil that was come upon him, they came every one from his own place, Elphaz the Temanite, and Bildad the Shuhite, and Zophar the Naamathite, for they had made an appointment together to come to mourn with him and to comfort him. And when they lifted up their eyes afar off and knew him not, they lifted up their voice and wept, and they rent every one his mantle, and sprinkled dust upon their heads toward heaven. So they sat down with him upon the ground seven days and seven nights. And none spake a word unto him, for they saw that his grief was very great.
Job chapter 3 Job curses the circumstances of his birth. He asks, Why died I not from the womb? After this opened Job his mouth and cursed his day, and Job spake and said, Let the day perish wherein I was born, and the night in which it was said, There is a man-child conceived. Let that day be darkness. Let not God regard it from above, neither let the light shine upon it. Let darkness and the shadow of death stain it. Let a cloud dwell upon it. Let the blackness of the day terrify it. As for that night, let darkness seize upon it. Let it not be joined unto the days of the year. Let it not come into the number of the months. Lo, let that night be solitary. Let no joyful voice come therein. Let them curse it that curse the day, who are ready to raise up their morning. Let the stars of the twilight therefore be dark. Let it look for light, but have none. Neither let it see the dawning of the day, because it shut not up the doors of my mother's womb, nor hid sorrow from mine eyes. Why died I not from the womb? Why did I not give up the ghost when I came out of the belly? Why did the knees prevent me, or why the breasts that I should suck? For now should I have lain still and been quiet? I should have slept. Then had I been at rest with kings and counselors of the earth, which build desolate places for themselves, or with princes that had gold, who filled their houses with silver, or as a hidden, untimely birth had I not been, as infants which never saw light. There the wicked cease from troubling, and there the weary be at rest. There the prisoners rest together, they hear not the voice of the oppressor. The small and great are there, and the servant is free from his master. Wherefore is light given to him that is in misery, and life unto the bitter in soul, which longeth for death, but it cometh not, and digged for it more than for hidden treasures, which rejoiceth exceedingly, and are glad when they can find the grave? Why is light given to a man whose way is hid, and whom God hath hedged in. For my sighing cometh before I eat, and my roarings are poured out like the waters. For the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come upon me. I was not in safety, neither had I rest, neither was I quiet. Yet trouble came. Job chapter 12. Job says, The soul of all things are in the hands of the Lord, with the ancient is wisdom, and the Lord governs in all things. And Job answered and said, No doubt, but ye are the people, and wisdom shall die with you. But I have understanding as well as you. I am not inferior to you, yea, who knoweth not such things as these. I am as one mocked of his neighbor, who calleth upon God, and he answereth him. The just upright man is laughed to scorn. He that is ready to slip with his feet is as a lamp despised in the thought of him that is at ease. The tabernacles of robbers prosper, and they that provoke God are secure, into whose hands God bringeth abundantly. But ask now the beasts, and they shall teach thee, and the fowls of the air, and they shall tell thee. 
or speak to the earth, and it shall teach thee, and the fishes of the sea shall declare unto thee. Who knoweth not in all these that the hand of the Lord has wrought this? In whose hand is the soul of every living thing, and the breath of all mankind? Doth not the ear try words, and the mouth taste his meat? With the ancient is wisdom, and in length of days understanding. With him is wisdom and strength, he hath counsel and understanding. Behold, he breaketh down, and it cannot be built again. He shutteth up a man, and there can be no opening. Behold, he withholdeth the waters, and they dry up. Also he sendeth them out, and they overturn the earth. With him is strength and wisdom. The deceived and the deceiver are his. He leadeth counselors away spoiled, and maketh the judges fools. He looseth the bond of kings, and girdeth their loins with a girdle. He leadeth princes away spoiled, and overthroweth the mighty. He removeth away the speech of the trusty, and taketh away the understanding of the aged. He poureth contempt upon princes, and weakeneth the strength of the mighty. He discovereth deep things out of darkness, and bringeth out to light the shadow of death. He increaseth the nations, and destroyeth them. He enlargeth the nations, and straighteneth them again. He taketh away the heart of the chief of the people of the earth, and causeth them to wander in a wilderness where there is no way. They gropeth in the dark without light, and he maketh them to stagger like a drunken man. Job chapter 13 Job testifies of his confidence in the Lord and says, Though he slays me, yet I will trust him, and he also will be my salvation. Lo, mine eye hath seen all this, mine ear hath heard and understood it. What ye know, the same do I know also, I am not inferior unto you. Surely I would speak to the Almighty, and I desire to reason with God, but ye are forgers of lies, ye are all physicians of no value. O oh, that ye would altogether hold your peace, and it should be your wisdom. Hear now my reasoning, and hearken to the pleadings of my lips. Will ye speak wickedly for God, and talk deceitfully for him? Will ye accept his person? Will ye contend for God? Is it good that he should search you out? Or, as one man mocketh another, do ye so mock him? He will surely reprove you, if ye do secretly accept persons. Shall not his excellency make you afraid, and his dread fall upon you? Your remembrances are like unto ashes, your bodies to bodies of clay. Hold your peace, let me alone, that I may speak, and let come on me what will. Wherefore do I take my flesh in my teeth, and put my life in mine hand? Although he slay me, yet I will trust in him, but I will maintain mine own way before him. He also shall be my salvation, for an hypocrite shall not come before him. Hear diligently my speech and my declaration with your ears. Behold now, I have ordered my cause. I know that I shall be justified. Who is he that will plead with me? For now, if I hold my tongue, I shall give up the ghost. Only do not two things unto me, then I will not hide myself from thee. 
Withdraw thy hand far from me, and let not thy dread make me afraid. Then call thou, and I will answer, or let me speak, and answer thou me. How many are mine iniquities and sins? Make me to know my transgressions and my sin. Wherefore hidest thou thy face, and hold me for thine enemy? Wilt thou break a leaf driven to and fro, and wilt thou pursue the dry stubble? For thou writest bitter things against me, and makest me to possess the iniquities of my youth. Thou puttest my feet also in the stocks, and lookest narrowly unto all my paths. Thou settest a print upon the heel of my feet. And he as a rotten thing consumeth, as a garment that is moth-eaten. Job chapter 14 Job testifies of the shortness of life, the certainty of death, and the guarantee of a resurrection. He asks, If a man die, will he live again? Job answers that he will await the Lord's call to come forth from the grave. Man that is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble. He cometh forth like a flower and is cut down. He fleeth also as a shadow and continueth not. And dost thou open thine eyes upon such as one and bringeth me into judgment with thee? Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? not one. Seeing his days are determined, the number of his months are with thee. Thou hast appointed his bounds that he cannot pass. Turn from him that he may rest, till he shall accomplish as a hireling his day. For there is hope of a tree, if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that the tender branches thereof will not cease. Though the root thereof wax old in the earth, and the stock thereon die in the ground. Yet through the scent of water it will bud, and bring forth boughs like a plant. But man dieth and wasteth away, yea, man giveth up the ghost, and where is he? As the waters fail from the sea, and the flood decayeth and dryeth up, so man lieth down, and riseth not, till the heavens be no more, and they shall not awake, nor be raised out of their sleep. O oh, that thou wouldest hide me in the grave, that thou wouldest keep me secret until thy wrath be past, that thou wouldest appoint me a set time and remember me. If a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. Thou shalt call and I will answer thee. Thou wilt have a desire to the work of thine hands. For thou numberest my steps, doth thou not watch over my sins? My transgression is sealed up in a bag, and thou sowest up my iniquity. And surely the mountain falling cometh to naught, and the rock is removed out of his place. The waters wear the stones, thou washest away the things which grow out of the dust of the earth, and thou destroyest the hope of man. Thou prevailest forever against him, and he passeth. Thou changest his countenance, and sendeth him away. His sons come to honor, and he knoweth it not, and they are brought low, but he perceiveth not of them. But his flesh upon him shall have pain, and his soul within him shall mourn.
Job chapter 19. Job tells of the ills that have befallen him and then testifies, I know that my Redeemer lives. Job prophesies that he will be resurrected and that in his flesh he will see God. Then Job answered and said, How long will ye vex my soul and break me in pieces with words? These ten times have ye reproached me. Ye are not ashamed that ye make yourself strange to me. And be it indeed that I have erred, mine error remaineth with myself. If indeed ye will magnify yourself against me, and plead against me my reproach. Know now that God hath overthrown me, and hath compassed me with his net. Behold, I cry out for wrong, but I am not heard. I cry aloud, but there is no judgment. He hath fenced up my way that I cannot pass, and he hath set darkness in my path. He hath stripped me of my glory, and taken the crown from my head. He hath destroyed me on every side, and I am gone, and mine hope hath he removed like a tree. He hath also kindled his wrath against me, and he counteth me unto him as one of his enemies. His troops come together, and raise up their way against me, and encamp round about my tabernacle. He hath put my brethren far from me, and mine acquaintances are very estranged from me. My kinsfolk have failed, and my family friends have forgotten me. They that dwell in mine house, and my maids, count me for a stranger. I am an alien in their sight. I called my servant, and he gave me no answer. I entreated him with my mouth. My breath is strange to my wife, though I entreat for the children's sake of mine own body. Yea, young children despise me. I arose, and they spake against me. All my inward friends abhor me, and they whom I love are turned against me. My bone cleaveth to my skin and to my flesh, and I am escaped with the skin of my teeth. Have pity on me, have pity on me, O ye my friends, for the hand of God hath touched me. Why do ye persecute me as God, and are not satisfied with my flesh? O that my words were now written, O that they were printed in a book! that they were graven with an iron pen and lead in the rock forever. For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And though after my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God. Whom shall I see for myself, and mine eyes shall behold, and not another, though my reins be consumed with me? But ye should say, Why persecute we him? See, the root of the matter is found in me. Be ye afraid of the sword, for wrath bringeth the punishment of the sword, that ye may know there is a judgment. Job chapter 21 Job admits that the wicked sometimes prosper in this life. Then he testifies that their judgment will be hereafter, in the day of wrath and destruction. But Job answered and said, Hear diligently my speech, and let this be your consolation. Suffer me that I may speak, and after I have spoken, mock on. As for me, is my complaint to man? If it were so, why should not my spirit be troubled? Mark me and be astonished, and lay your hand upon your mouth. 
even when I remember I am afraid, and trembling taketh hold of my flesh. Wherefore, do the wicked live and become old, yea, are mighty in power? Their seed is established in their sight with them, and their offspring before their eyes. Their houses are safe from fear, neither is the rod of God upon them. Their bull gendereth and fail not, their cows calveth and casteth not her calf. They send forth their little ones like a flock, and their children dance, and take the timbrel and harp and rejoice at the sound of the organ. They spend their days in wealth, and in a moment go down to the grave. Therefore they say unto God, Depart from us, for we desire not the knowledge of thy ways. What is the Almighty that we should serve him? And what profit should we have if we pray unto him? Lo, their good is not in their hand. The counsel of the wicked is far from me. How oft is the candle of the wicked poured out? And how oft cometh their destruction upon them? God distributeth sorrow in his anger. They are stubble before the wind, and a chafe that the storm carrieth away. God layeth up his iniquity for his children. He rewardeth him, and he shall know it. His eyes shall see his destruction, and he shall drink of the wrath of the Almighty. For what pleasure hath he in his house after him, when the number of his moths is cut off in the mist? Shall any teach God knowledge? seeing he judgeth those that are high. One dieth in his full strength, being wholly at ease and quiet. His breasts are full of milk, and his bones are moistened with marrow. And other dieth in the bitterness of his soul, and never eateth with pleasure. They shall lie down alike in the dust, and the worms shall cover them. Behold, I know your thoughts, and device which ye wrongfully image against me. For ye say, where is the house of the prince, and where are the dwelling places of the wicked? Have ye not asked them that go by the way, and do ye not know their tokens, that the wicked is reserved to the day of destruction? They shall be brought forth to the day of wrath. Who shall declare his way to his face, and who shall repay him what he hath done? Yet shall he be brought to the grave, and shall remain in the tomb. The clods of the valley shall be sweet unto him and every man shall draw after him, as there are innumerable before him. How then comfort ye me in vain, seeing in your answers that remaineth falsehood? Job chapter 22 Eliphaz accuses Job of various sins and exhorts him to repent. Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered and said, Can a man be profiteth unto God, as he that is wise may be profited unto himself? Is it any pleasure to the Almighty that thou art righteous? Or is it gain to him that thou makest thy way perfect? Will he reprove thee for fear of thee? Will he enter with thee into judgment? Is not thy wickedness great and thine iniquities infinite? For thou hast taken a pledge from thy brother for naught, and stripped the naked of their clothing. Thou hast not given water to the weary to drink, and thou hast withholden bread from the hungry. But as for the mighty man, he had the earth, and the honorable man dwelt in it. Thou hast set widows away empty, and the arms of the fatherless have been broken. Therefore snares are round about thee, and sudden fear troubleth thee. O darkness! 
that thou canst not see, and abundance of water cover thee. Is not God in the height of heaven? And behold, the height of the stars, how high are they? That thou sayest, How doth God know? Can he judge through the dark cloud? Thick clouds are a covering to him that he seeth not, and he walketh in the circuit of heaven. Hath thou marked the old ways which wicked men have trodden, which were cut down out of time, whose foundation was overflown with the flood, which said unto God, Depart from us, and what can the Almighty do for them? Yet he filled their houses with good things, but the counsel of the wicked is far from me. The righteous see it and are glad, and the innocent laugh them to scorn. Whereas our substance is not cut down, but the remnant of them the fire consumeth. Acquaint now thyself with him, and be at peace, thereby good shall come unto thee. Receive, I pray thee, the law from his mouth, and lay up his word in thine heart. If thou return to the Almighty, thou shalt be built up, and thou shalt put away iniquity far from thy tabernacles. Then shalt thou lay up gold as dust, and the gold of Ophir as the stones of the brook. Yea, the Almighty shall be thy defense, and thou shalt have plenty of silver. For then shalt thou have thy delight in the Almighty, and shall lift up thy face unto God. Thou shalt make thy prayer unto him, and he shall hear thee, and thou shalt pay thy vows. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. When men are cast down, then thou shalt say, There is lifting up, and he shall save the humble person. He shall deliver the island of the innocent, and it is delivered by the pureness of thine hands. Job chapter 23 Job seeks the Lord and asserts his own righteousness. He says, When the Lord hath tried me, I will come forth as gold. Then Job answered and said, Even today is my complaint bitter, my stroke is heavier than my growing. Oh, that I knew where I may find him, that I might come even to his seat. I would order my cause before him and fill my mouth with arguments. I would know the words which he would answer me and understand what he would say unto me. Will he plead against me with his great power? No, but he would put strength in me. There the righteous might dispute with him. So should I be delivered forever from my judge. Behold, I go forward, but he is not there, and backward, but I cannot perceive him. On the left hand, where he doeth work, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand, that I cannot see him. But he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. My foot hath held his step, his way I have kept and not declined. Neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. But he is in one mind, and who can turn him? And what his soul desireth? even that he doeth. For he performeth the thing that is appointed for me, and many such things are with him. Therefore am I troubled at his presence when I consider I am afraid of him. For God maketh my heart soft, and the Almighty troubleth me. 
because I was not cut off before the darkness, neither hath he covered the darkness from my face. Job chapter 24 Murderers, adulterers, and those who oppress the poor, and wicked people in general, often go unpunished for a little while. Why, seeing times, are not hidden from the Almighty, do they know him not to see his days? Some remove the landmarks, they violently take away flocks and feed thereof. They drive away the asses of the fatherless, they take the widow's oxen for a pledge. They turn the needy out of the way, the poor of the earth are hid themselves together. Behold, as wild asses in the desert, go they forward to their work, rising bedtimes for a prey. The wilderness yieldeth food for them and for their children. They reapeth every one his corn in the field, and they gather the vintage of the wicked. They cause the naked to lodge without clothing, and they have no covering in the cold. They are wet with the showers of the mountains, and embrace the rock for want of shelter. They pluck the fatherless from the breast, and take a pledge of the poor. They cause him to go naked without clothing, and they take away the sheaves from the hungry, which make oil within their walls, and tread their winepresses, and suffer thirst. Men groan from out of the city, and the soul of the wounded crieth out, yet God layeth not folly to them. They are those that rebel against the light. They know not the ways thereof, nor abide in the paths thereof. The murderers, rising with the light, killeth the poor and needy, and in the night is as a thief. The eye also of the adulterer waiteth for the twilight, saying, No eye shall see me, and disguiseth his face. In the dark they dig through houses, which they had marked for themselves in the daytime. They know not the light. For the morning is to them even as the shadow of death. If one knoweth them, they are in the terrors of the shadow of death. He is swift as the waters, their portion is cursed in the earth, and beholdeth not the way of the vineyards. Drought and heat consume the snow waters, so doth the grave those which have sinned. The womb shall forget him, the worm shall feed sweetly on him. He shall be no more remembered, and wickedness shall be broken as a tree. He evil entreateth the barren that beareth not, and doth not good to the widow. He draweth also the mighty with his power. He riseth up, and no man is sure of life. Though it be given him to be in safety, whereon he resetteth, yet his eyes are upon their ways. They are exalted for a little while, but are gone and brought low. They are taken out of the ways as all others, and cut off as the top of the ears of corn. And if it be not so now, who will make me a liar and make my speech nothing worth? Job chapter 38 God asks Job where he was when the foundations of the earth were laid, when the morning stars sang together, and when all the sons of God shouted for joy. The phenomena of nature show the greatness of God and the weakness of man. 
Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind, and said, Who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up your loins like a man, for I will demand of thee, and answer thou me. Where wast thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare if thou hast understanding. Who hath laid the measures thereof, if thou knowest? Or who hath stretched the line upon it? Whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened? Or who laid the cornerstones thereof? When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy? Or who shut up the sea with doors when it brake forth, as if it had issues out of the womb? When I made the cloud the garment thereof, and thick darkness a swaddling for it, and brake up for it my decreed place, and set bars and doors, and said, Hitherto shalt thou come, but no further. And here shall thy proud waves be stayed? Hath thou commanded the morning since thy days, and caused the dayspring to know his place, that it might take hold of the ends of the earth, that the wicked might be shaken out of it? It is turned as clay to the seal, and they stand as a garment. And from the wicked their light is withholden, and the high arm shall be broken. Hast thou entered into the springs of the sea, or hast thou walked in the search of the depth? Have the gates of death been open unto thee, or hast thou seen the doors of the shadow of death? Hast thou perceived the breath of the earth? Declare it if thou knowest. Where is the way where light dwelleth? And as for darkness, where is the place thereof? That thou shouldest take it to the bond thereof, and that thou shouldest know the paths to the house thereof. Knowest thou it, because thou wast then born, or because the number of thy days is great? Hath thou entered into the treasures of the snow, or hast thou seen the treasures of the hail, which I have reserved against the time of trouble, against the day of battle and war? By what way is the light parted, which scattereth the east wind upon the earth? Who hath divided a watercourse for the overflowing of waters, or a way for the lightning of thunder? to cause it to rain on the earth where no man is, on the wilderness where there is no man, to satisfy the desolate and waste ground, and to cause the bud of the tender herb to spring forth. Hath the rain a father, or who hath begotten the drops of dew? Out of whom's womb came the ice, and the hoary frost of heaven, who hath gendered it? The waters are hid as with a stone, and the face of the deep is frozen. Canst thou bind the sweet influences of Pleiades, or loose the bands of Orion? Canst thou bring forth Mazaroth in his season? Or canst thou guide Octorus with his sons? Knowest thou the ordinances of heaven? Canst thou set the dominion thereof in the earth? Canst thou lift up thy voice to the clouds, that abundance of water may cover thee? Canst thou send lightnings, that they may go and say unto thee, here we are. Who hath put wisdom in the inward parts, or who hath given understanding to the hearts? Who can number the clouds in wisdom, or who can say the bottles of heaven, when the dust groweth into hardness, and the clouds cleave fast together? Wilt thou hunt the prey for the lion, or fill the appetite of the young lions, when they crouch in their dens and abide in the covert to lie in wait? Who provideth for the raven his food? When his young ones cry unto God, they wonder for lack of meat.
Job chapter 39 Man's weakness and ignorance are compared with God's mighty works. Does man even know how the laws of nature operate? Knowest thou the time when the wild goats of the rock bring forth? Or canst thou mark when the hinds do calf? Canst thou number the moths that they fulfill? Or knowest thou the time when they bring forth? They bow themselves, they bring forth their young ones, they cast out their sorrows. Their young ones are in good liking, they grow up with corn, they go forth and return not unto them. Who hath sent out the wild asses free? Or who hath loosed the bands of the wild asses? Whose house I have made the wilderness, and the barren land his dwellings? He scorneth the multitude of the city, neither regardeth he the crying of the driver. The range of the mountain is his pasture, and he searcheth after every green thing. Will the unicorn be willing to serve thee, or abide by thy crib? Canst thou bind the unicorn with his band in the furrow? Or will he harrow the valleys after thee? Wilt thou trust him because his strength is great? Or wilt thou leave thy labor to him? Wilt thou believe him, that he will bring home thy seed and gather it into thy barn? Gavest thou the goodly wings unto the peacocks, or wings of feathers unto the ostrich, which leaveth her eggs in the earth and warmeth them in dust, and forgetteth that the foot may crush them, or that the wild beast may break them. She is hardened against her young ones, as though they were not hers. Her labor is in vain without fear, because God hath deprived her of wisdom, neither hath he imparted to her understanding. What time she lifteth up herself on high, she scorneth the horse and his rider. Hath thou given the horse strength? Hast thou clothed his neck with thunder? Canst thou make him afraid as a grasshopper? The glory of his nostrils is terrible. He paweth in the valley and rejoiceth in his strength. He goeth on to meet the armed men. He mocketh at fear and is not affrightened, neither turneth he back from the sword. The quiver rattleth against him, the glitter spear and the shield. He swalloweth the ground with fierceness and rage, neither believeth he that is the sound of the trumpet. He saith among the trumpets, Ha ha! And he smelleth the battle afar off, the thunder of the captains and the shouting. Doth the hawk fly by the wisdom and stretch her wings toward the south? Doth the eagle mount up at thy command and make her nest on high? She dwelleth and abideth on the rock, upon the crag of the rock, and the strong place. From thence she seeketh the prey, and her eyes behold afar off. Her young ones also suck up blood, and where the slain are, there is she. Job chapter 40 the Lord challenges Job, and Job replies humbly. The Lord speaks of his power to Job. He asks, Hast thou an arm like God? He points to his power in the behemoth. Moreover, the Lord answered Job and said, Shall he that contendeth with the Almighty instruct him? He that reprove God, let him answer it. Then Job answered the Lord and said, Behold, I am vile, what shall I answer thee? I will lay mine hand upon my mouth. Once I have spoken, but I will not answer. 
yea, twice, but I will proceed no further. Then answered the Lord unto Job out of the whirlwind, and said, Gird up thy loins now like a man, I will demand of thee, and declare thou unto me. Wilt thou also disannul my judgment? Wilt thou condemn me, that thou mayest be righteous? Hast thou an arm like God, or canst thou thunder with a voice like him? Deck thyself now with the majesty and excellence, and array thyself with glory and beauty. Cast abroad the rage of thy wrath, and behold every one that is proud, and abase him. Look on every one that is proud, and bring him low, and tread down the wicked in their place. Hide them in the dust together, and bind their faces in secret. Then will I also confess unto thee that thine own right hand can save thee. Behold now behemoth, which I made with thee, he eateth grass as an ox. Lo now, his strength is in his loins, for his force is in the navel of his belly. He moveth his tail like a cedar, the sinews of his stones are wrapped together. His bones are as strong pieces of brass, his bones are like bars of iron. He is the chief of the ways of God, he that made him can make his sword to approach unto him. Surely the mountains bring him forth food, where all the beasts of the field play. He lieth under the shady trees, in the covert of the reeds and fens. The shady trees cover him with their shadow, the willows of the brook compass him about. Behold, he drinketh up a river, and hasten not. He trusteth that he can draw up Jordan into his mouth. He taketh with his eyes, his nose pierceth through snares. Job chapter 42 Job repents in dust and ashes. He sees the Lord with his eyes. The Lord chastises Job's friends, accepts Job, blesses him, and makes his latter days greater than his beginning. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that thou canst do everything, and that no thought can be withholden from thee. Who is he that hideth counsel without knowledge? Therefore have I uttered that I understood not things too wonderful for me, which I knew not. Here I beseech thee, and I will speak. I will demand of thee, and declare thou unto me. I have heard of thee by the hearing of the ear, but now mine eye seeth thee. Wherefore I abhor myself, and repent in dust and ashes. And it was so, that after the Lord had spoken these words unto Job, the Lord said to Eliphaz the Temanite, My wrath is kindled against thee, and against thy two friends, for ye have not spoken of me the thing that is right, as my servant Job hath. Therefore take unto you now seven bullocks and seven rams, and go to my servant Job, and offer up yourselves a burnt offering, and my servant Job shall pray for you. For him will I accept, lest I deal with you after your folly, in that ye have not spoken of me the thing which is right, like my servant Job. So Eliphaz the Temanite, and Bildad the Shuite, and Zophar the Naamathite, went, and did according as the Lord commanded them. The Lord also accepted Job. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends, as the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. 
Then came there unto him all his brethren, and all his sisters, and all they that had been his acquaintance before, and did eat bread with him in his house. And they bemoaned him, and comforted him over all the evil that the Lord had brought unto him. Every man also gave him a piece of money, and every one an earring of gold. So the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than his beginning. For he had fourteen thousand sheep and six thousand camel, and a thousand yoke of oxen and a thousand she-asses. He had also seven sons and three daughters. And he called the name of the first Jemima, and the name of the second Keziah, and the name of the third Karanabek. And in all the land were no women found so fair as the daughters of Job, and their fathers gave them inheritance among their brethren. After this lived Job an hundred and forty years, and saw his sons and his sons' sons, even four generations. So Job died being old and full of days. It is now time for the self-guided part of today's meditation. Use this time of peace and quiet to ponder and pray. Be grateful, be positive, be teachable, be submissive to the will of the Lord, and be aware of the hand of God in your life.
thank you for taking the time to join me today. I hope you found what you were looking for with today's meditation. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at ldsguidedmeditation at gmail.com. Thank you.